Welcome to the 91st edition of the Wolf Whistle podcast, the podcast which interviews and celebrates the former players of our great club. I'm very fortunate today to be joined by a centre-half from the 80s, 129 appearances for the Wolves and four goals, I hope that's right, John Pender. I can't remember. I'll tell you what, actually before we started recording, John, tongue-in-cheek, said I wasn't that good a player, but John, 602 Career appearances, my friend, tells a very different story. Yeah. I mean, now, John, uh-huh. yeah, six hundred and two appearances, uh, which is which is just amazing. Now, born in uh, born in Luton, mm-hmm. uh, and you, you became an apprentice at the Wolves in in June nineteen seventy nine. So, how did you get spotted by Wolves if if you was born in Luton? Oh. Uh- well, they came to Beacon Park, which is literally a social. Yeah. I used to play for, and they picked me up from there. I was at Aston Villa before yeah. Wolves, and they took me. Wolves said, oh, we'll sign you apprentice. So I said, oh, all right. Okay, so I left Villa. And signed for the So did you move from Luton down to uh, Staffordshire when you was a young man? Yeah, I was probably about three. Okay. When I moved to Lichfield. We moved, well, my mum moved to Birmingham first. Yeah. To Acox Green. And then from Acox Green to Lichfield. Thank God you didn't uh, sign for the villa. <laughs> <laughs> I played for them quite, for quite a while. And, and uh, June 1979, you got spotted by the Wolves. Became a, a pro in, in 1981. Um, I mean, for you, John... To become a professional footballer and and I mean literally quite literally live the dream as you did, I mean what was what was that like to 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 work as hard as you did to make it? Well, it was like you you signed apprenticeship forms and you didn't think you thought you were a pro but you weren't a pro. Yeah. Now people say to me, oh, "I've made ten appearances." I say it's probably to make it. You've got to pay at least 100 appearances yes yeah oh in my opinion oh 100 percent, 100 percent. now you 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 made your debut john um how old was you when, when you made your walls debut because it was 20th of march 1982 oh, swansea city at home how old was you 18 see you actually captained the club at 19 so they must have thought a lot of you but to make your debut 18 years of age top flight by the way division one um i mean that must have been a huge huge honor it was Swansea were top of the top of the division, and Liverpool were a good side then, mm-hmm. and we played them and beat them, obviously. But times changed. Our football's changed, in my opinion. Yes, um, I mean in the team that day, I believe I might be wrong. It was because I said this earlier, and you said it could have been Alan Dodd. You either partnered it was Bob Coy or Alan Dodd in defence in that team. Mel Eves, Andy Gray. Kenny Hibbit. They were I mean, all legends. Oh, there were some great players. Yeah, there were some good players, but time passes and things change, as I've said. And 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 we, we, I mean, with that team, you, you you know, you say legends, Kenny Hibbit, Andy Gray. 
you, for you as a young man playing with players that you'd probably revered and watched on the TV must have been a, a real big deal to you, mustn't it, John? Yeah, they were good players. They they played a lot of games. Yeah. Between them, and good games, they played in Europe and everywhere. Yeah. Andy Gray, it was a handful. I mean, John, you must have been doing something right because if you're 18 years of age and you're breaking into a team in the first division who played in Europe a few years before, you must have been doing... What, the question I'm going to is, what would you say your strength was? My strength was stopping people playing. Yeah. I wasn't a player, player. Yeah. But... A big old-fashioned defender. Yeah, that's right. I, I wasn't good at playing... In my opinion, I could play, but not in my opinion. I was wasn't that that much of a player. Does he? I left that to the players. Yeah. So, so your job at the back really was just to stop and playing and just put your head where others wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Mick Arthur was probably a, a centre forward you wouldn't want to mix with. Yeah. But he had his day, didn't he? But you, you're the sort of player, John, who would, you'd literally, if there's a ball, I'd always say this about players like yourself, if there's a ball about to cross the line, you'll put your head there, won't you? You'll stop it from mm. going in. That's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. As a player. Now, um, that first season sadly ended in relegation. Yeah. Uh, straight away, you bounced back the next season, 41 appearances that season, John. Um, so you was a big, huge part in that promotion. Wimbledon done us for the title, didn't they? Was yeah, I, I believe I, I can't I can't remember it. You, your memory's better than mine, to be honest, John. Wimbledon done us. I, I can't remember, but what what was that team like to play in? Because it, a good it, side. Yeah, a very good side. But because any any promotion side is a good side. Yeah, they'll have the strengths and the weaknesses. Any side will have it. We had. Some good players when we was at Wolves. I mean, I think what was important then was was giving youth a chance. Um, and like I said, you're a young man at eighteen making your debut. But there was players like Dale Rudgeney and Cartwright, like you, young players who got given a chance. That that was so important, wasn't it? We we, we were FA Youth Cup. John Jarman was the coach. Yes. And we we reached the semi finals of the Youth Cup. Yeah. And that and Watford beat us. And they had John Barnes, etc. Flipping heck! <laughs> I bet he didn't like playing against you, did he, old John Barnes? Oh, he's a good player. Oh, a, a great player. And if I memory serves me right, it was Ian Greaves that gave you debut, wasn't he, yeah, John? Yeah, Ian Greaves. He was a good manager. He was straightforward. Yeah. And I had plenty of manager. I played under every every sort of manager. Well, at Wolves, I believe it was Graham Hawkins who got us promotion. Yeah. You played under Graham, and you you played under him as well, Tommy Doherty. Yeah. I mean, he's he was a real character, wasn't he, Tom? He was a one-off. Yeah. Character. He was very much a joker. Yeah. But he he was serious at times. But yes. At other times, he would he would just joke about things, and we just. Got on. Now, um, I also believe... I mean, Captain in Wolves at 19. What's it like to walk out at Molyneux as a nine? Because I'm not going to... 
I'm not going to lie to you, John. At 19, I couldn't even tie my shoelaces. I couldn't make a cup of tea. No, so, could I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, but you can captain the wolves. I mean, that is a huge, huge honour, isn't it? Sticking that armband on. When you've got players in the team, Kenny, Andy Gray, you've got the armband. Yeah, I didn't want the captaincy, as I always said. Yeah. But they wanted me to be captain, and I captained mostly every other club I, I played for. It was a stage where I'd be captain or or whatever. I don't know what they're seeing in me, to be fair. They must have seen something, John. What do you think? Why do you think they give you that captaincy? Because there must have been, there's obviously a good reason. Because I was gobby. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Uh, was you the type of player in the dressing room that would say, listen, you know, even as a young man, would you stand up and be counted? And Yeah, I would stand up and be counted all the time. Yeah. I... Like me and mum, I, I just say what I feel. You speak before you think? Yeah. I think, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and cleaning Emily Hughes' boots. He was a legend though, weren't he? Yeah, yeah. Another legend. I mean, for, for, for Emily, when everything uh, in his career, come to Wolves, won the League Cup. So a bit when you were cleaning his boots, did he actually, did he tip well at Christmas? No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard about that. Some of the players don't tick well, do they? No. Um, and we used to do their boots all the time. Yeah. And at Christmas. boots and everything. And what, what's... You look at back at your career at Wolves, what was one of your fondest memories uh, from Wolves? Getting promoted. Yeah. That was the biggest thing we played for. Yeah. That was a, a, a huge achievement, wasn't it? So yeah. Was it that season at John Burridge, at the end of the season... Come out in a Superman outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Budgie was mad. Yeah. He... He's a nutter. I'm telling you that now. <laughs> mad. And, and so, you, uh, interestingly, so come to that point now, when you're playing in front of someone like John Burridge, that's, that's you know, a great goalkeeper, y- yourself, big character. It, there, there, there were some real big characters around the club at the time, wasn't there? There was, but nobody was bigger than anybody else. Yes. Budgie, Budgie was, I'll tell you now, he was a nutter. <laughs> We'd class him as a nut, nutcase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it wasn't just him as a nutter. Yeah. Probably people would tell you that I was a nutter. <laughs> I think probably, because like I said, you was, you was a no-nonsense defender, weren't you? Yeah. So if the ball's there, I mean, look, we oh, look at that telly there. Been the biggest telly I've ever seen. You you must watch the football today, John. The bookings, the the, the you I'll know. Be sent off. Well, I was going to say they're getting booked for nothing now. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have lasted. <laughs> Would you have lasted six hundred and two games? I no. think you'd have been banned for half of them, wouldn't you? Yeah. But it has changed, doesn't it, John? It has. They play out from the back. Yeah. It doesn't suit me at all. Because when I was at Burnley, there was there was a uh, Steve Davis. Yeah, he was the player, and I just won. He he would just drop off, and I would. He knew to let me go and win it, and he would just drop off. So you was you quite literally an old fashioned head it and kick it. Yeah. Yeah. Give the ball to the better players and let them be creative. Yeah, that was it. But you scored a few goals. You scored four goals. Wolves for jumps for, for Wolves jumps. So were, were they all headers or were they? Yeah, I think so. I don't. I can't remember. Flipping heck. I mean, that's great times. You you, you left Wolves for Charlton um, for £35,000. 
So, being as Wolves were your first club, you got four years there and there was promotions, relegations, managers coming and going. Was you sad to leave the club, John? Yeah, but it was the right time for me to to move. And I went to Charlton Athletic. Yeah. Followed Hunts there. Yeah, John Humphrey, yeah. But and we got promoted that the next season. Because how many promotions did you get in your career, John? Six. That is amazing. That is amazing. I Every mean, club I played for, except for Rochdale. You got you got promoted. Yeah. What a great, great, great achievement, by the way. Um, nineteen eighty-seven, you joined Bristol City, and this is quite funny, really, because obviously being a Wolves fan, my first game was in nineteen eighty-nine, and in fact, my first two games, nineteen eighty-nine, we played Bristol City. I don't believe you played in that match, but I believe you played in the one in nineteen nineteen. You played against mm. Bully and Andy Much, didn't you? Yeah, but she. Bully and Muchy were a a pair with the first pet picking. But like you say, you could you could then do a welcome to as I'd say, welcome to the game tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is an I wouldn't go for the ball, I'd just go for the bloke. (laughs) (laughs) I mean we we spoke about Bully earlier. Um, he, he was just scoring goals for fun then. And yeah. When uh, he, you said he would shoot from anywhere, wouldn't he? Yeah. He wouldn't matter where he shot from. He he'd shoot the next time from exactly the same spot. Yeah. Even if he just missed it by a mile. Yeah. Much he was the better player. But, yeah. But Bully was more likely to score. Yeah. And he didn't half work hard. Yeah. A pair of them did. And did work the channels. Yeah, the, 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 very true. Did you ever stick one on Bully? Did you ever did you ever put a tackle in and purposely miss the ball? Or yeah. can't you say? <laughs> yeah. At Bristol, I remember when we played them. Our first tackle would would have been a welcome to the game tackle. Yeah, yeah. Let them know John Pender's here. Yeah, and I knew that if if they came back for some more, I knew I'd be in for a hard afternoon. Yeah, but I didn't mind. But you just kept going and going and going, didn't yeah. you, John? Um, Nineteen ninety-five. I mean, listen. I mean, I mean, John's living room now, and he, he, his wife's here, and it's a beautiful living room. And there's a, I can see a picture at Wolves, uh, a, a team shot from I believe eighty-two, eighty-three. There's also a, another picture of John in his Wolves kit. There's a, a picture there, John, of of winning the the playoff final in Division Two with Burnley. Um, in fact, I can see another one there as well. Uh, Burnley 2, Stockport County 1. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you won the promotion in, in 94. Captain Fantastic, you got uh, nicknamed. Um, that game, this is... I was doing my research. Seven bookings and two reds in that game. And I never got booked. <laughs> How the hell wasn't you booked? You was probably the hardest bloke on the pitch. Yeah, but that's... I, I, I just said... I just marked Kevin Francis. Yeah. At the game, he was. He was six, the six foot seven, wasn't he? Six seven, six yeah. foot eight. He, big lad. Big. I mean, how tall are you, John? About six, six foot. Please tell me he was beating him for headers. I would beat him in the air. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. And so you, you did say to me before the podcast, I said, "How was you not booked, John?" I said, "I've seen some of your tackles, and you went, you was too clever." <laughs> I just let that everyone else do all the kicking. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. And 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 what's it like growing up as a young boy? Listen, I'm forty. I can't even count forty four now. I still want to play at Wembley. To play at Wembley, win a trophy, and have a medal around your neck, John. What's what? That that was the biggest honour. 
Yes. That that I played with. Yeah. Because you played twenty. I played twenty years. And I I played at Wembley once. Yeah. And that was it. And you wanted to make sure when you left that pitch, you left nothing on it, but you left with yeah. the medal. I picked up the trophy. I didn't mind. Bless you. Bless you. I mean, I'm looking out at that. They were our bogey team, Stockport County. I mean, what a day. And I'm sure all the, the, all the Burnley fans will, will obviously remember that day. With, yeah, with honour. With, with great fondness. And um, where would you say, because, listen, John, Wolves, Charlton, Bristol City, Burnley, a couple of clubs after, which we'll come to, but where would you say you actually played your best football? Burnley, probably. Burnley. Burnley. We had, we had a good side. Wolves... The two teams that I follow are Wolves and Burnley. Yes. Wolves because it's my first team. Yes. Burnley because I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And did did you live up in Burnley at the time yeah. and make that your home? And Seven years we lived in Burnley, didn't we? Got the, got the, gaff, got the gaffer opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and you, you, once again, Bristol City as well. Um, it, football... John, I always say, they say it's a glamorous career, but you are uprooting your family, aren't you? Bristol, then Burnley, and... Everywhere. We went all over the country, didn't we? Yeah. And you know what? There's one thing, there's one thing, John, that that with football, it gives gives you so many memories, doesn't it, that people can't take away? No one can take away our memories. Yeah. We had, like, I played in some good sides, not so good sides, and... It just happens. Yeah. You just just click as a team, don't you? Burnley, we just clicked, and no one was bigger than anybody else. No. And we had some good players, Ted McMinn, Inchi. Yeah. But they were quite down to earth. I think there's a, I think there's a common denominator though, um, John. When you've played six hundred games and got six promotions. Um, the only club you didn't get promotion was at Rochdale where you ended your career. And mm. but, but before that, you got promoted with Wigan, I believe, and you played with Andy Much then, didn't you? Yeah, Much he played, came to ours on loan. Yeah. He was a good player. He just didn't do himself justice at Wigan, to be yeah. fair. Yeah, Um this is quite interesting as well. In 19... Uh, between 1983 and 1985, John... Very proudly uh, won five caps for the Republic of Ireland under 21s. Um, I mean, for you, John, that must be a huge... Because born in Luton, brought up in Lichfield, where, where's, where's the Irish link? My parents. Both Irish, were they? Both Irish. Yeah. My dad and mum from Carlo in Southern Ireland. Wow. And, and that must have been... To get picked for your country must have been a real honour, mustn't it? Yeah. They put me captain I didn't I didn't want to be captain them either flipping heck every time we walked in the dressing room it was like you went to put your boots on they went now you're going to put this on first the armband but once again John I mean you, 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 you can you can laugh now and joke and say listen um, I didn't want the armband but it must it's an honour isn't it it is an honour but it's something I don't know what people see in you to make you captain yeah and for you, 
you, you, you just literally wanted to play the game and would it have been, you know, for you maybe someone else having the armband and you just getting on with your game? Yeah, it would have been better for me, to be fair, but that's... They, they pick whoever they pick, don't they? They do, but the reason being, when you get to play at Wembley... Flipping, that's that's the best one then because when you do win a trophy, it's you that goes up the steps first, picks it up, isn't it? I what I can always remember. I walk past me dad. Ah, oh, at Wembley. Ah, mm. oh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Picked up that trophy. Bless you, bless you. I dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> Flipping, it, you didn't tell me that. You didn't damage it, did you? No, I dropped the bottom off it. Marlon caught it. Oh. A keeper. Flipping <laughs> heck. I'm, I'm glad it was the keeper that bloody caught it. And uh, earlier, you, you showed me a couple of your shirts um, from, I mean, you won, your Burnley one at Wembley and, and, and your, your, your Wolves one, which you played in your early games. Um, once again, great mementos, aren't they, John? Yeah. I can remember times when you don't have to say to people, like John Richards, yeah, he 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 would remember times, yeah, good times when they. You wouldn't have to mention it to him. You just say, "Remember the time." Yeah, and they go, "Oh yeah, I remember that time." You met John the other day, didn't you, John? Yeah. When he was a guest at Wolves versus versus uh, Burnley. Burnley, Wolves deserved to win. To For be fair. Big. And, and who, so who do you you look out for Wolves and Burnley? Who did you support growing up, John? I supported Wolves growing up. Good lad, that's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. Um, Wolves and Liverpool. And have you have you still got your medals, John? That you won? Yeah, I've still got all my medals, championship Amazing. medals. Really, that is that is absolutely. You play for so long, it's untrue. In um, fact, his wife's just gone to get his medals. Flipping neck. Not many. Uh... Oh wow! I've got to have a look at these. Sorry, listeners, this isn't this isn't visual; it's audio. And here we've got the oh wow league championship medal. Um, two of them actually. Oh bless you! Oh that's amazing. And and like I said, whatever happens in your life, John, people can't take that away, can they? No. People can't take that away. What an absolutely fantastic achievement! You better hide them because I'll probably be taking them away. <laughs> um, John. Just, 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 just to hit a serious point, and I want the listeners to know that I've, I've, I've spoke to John's family before this, and you know, it has. It's a big story here, by the way. Um, John, John uh, got diagnosed with with motor neurone disease. Now, now, John, very important question here. Um, do you think uh, there's a link to football? Yes. You do. I've had loads of head injuries. Yeah. And I've got probably about. 100 plus stitches in my head. Yeah. I just think it's got a, it's got its place. Yeah. Within football. I um I tend to think that and I I'm with his good friend now as well Carl and me and Carl have spoke at length as well. There is, there is a lot of professional footballers over recent years who have been diagnosed and rugby players and I personally uh think that there is a link and you know, I don't know, but there is a link. There is. Do you, do you, do you, do you think the FA, because I think they should look into it? Yeah. Yeah. They should look into it more. Yeah. Because I, I got, remember, getting knocked out and everything. Yeah. And I 
just return to the pitch and have a bandage around my head or whatever. Yeah. But it just it happens. Yeah. And it's just one of those things, isn't it? I would have still played football now. John, I'll tell you what, mate. You're still a big strapping unit, mate. There, there's still a, still might be a few games left in you yet, buddy. A flipping big geezer like you, my friend. Big geezer like you. Um, John, do you, um, would you change anything in terms no. of... Would you Would you play it all again? Yeah. Bless you. Bless you. Um... I mean, you know, the, the the very important message I've got to give out, listeners, um, is the fact that uh, you, you've probably seen on social media that, that there's been a big campaign in, in into helping uh, John and, and his family and the adaptations to, to their property uh, because this is, is obviously a very debilitating illness. You don't need me to tell you, but uh, there is a page which I do want you to to, to, to listen even if you give one pound two pound three quid or five it doesn't matter the amount but you know it's www.justgiving.com forward slash crowdfunding forward slash n hyphen pender and i'll put that out on all the socials and i'll read it out again a bit later john of the of the pfa helped you they have they, they put the lift in yeah put that lift in brilliant the, th- the thing is yes they've helped yeah, but they need to help other people. Yeah, a yeah. little bit more. Yeah, because there's a there's there's like I said there's there's been several footballers who've been diagnosed mm. in recent years um, with all sorts of of, of, of illnesses. Not just dementia. Did, another one. That's a, that is another one, isn't it? Because listen, John, yeah. I, I'm not you know I'm not going to make no bones about it. Heads. You used to head the ball ahead of a hell of a lot, didn't you? Yeah. 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 You did. That was my strength. It was, it was, and that's the strength of you, John. You know, the, yeah. the strength of you, and why you, you, why you're such a fighter, and 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 you know, I've got so much admiration for you as a person. I really, you know, thank you personally for for, for doing this today. Um, and and John, that that fantastic career you had, and it was a fantastic career, mate. Six hundred odd games, wouldn't change a thing. What was the the highlight out of absolutely everything? Playing at Wembley would have been the highlight for me. Ah, oh, mate. We went 1-0 down after three minutes. <laughs> I thought, here we go again. Wasn't your fault, was it, John? No. What, weren't your man, was it? No, he wouldn't have scored. <laughs> Bless you. Uh, and to come back from that, win 2-1. 2-1. I think Ezzy scored and Gary Parkinson. Yeah. He, he scored for us. But it was just a great day. Yeah. And the fans, they enjoyed their day. You ask anybody now, they would say that that day was their highlight. It, yeah, it was, it was. And do you know what, John? Now I've looked at your medals and I've looked at your fantastic career and no one deserves those beautiful memories any more than you, my friend. Um, and you are a captain fantastic you're an absolute warrior my friend and thank you for for for, for giving me your time today and, and to your lovely wife for, for giving me her time as well because i know it's been emotional for you guys it has been it has listen john we're all with you and behind you my friend yeah yeah um john winner john pender 
129 appearances for the Wolves and four goals. Thank you so much for your time on the podcast. I'd just like to thank everybody. Yeah, have you got a message for the fans, actually, John? That's important because there's going to be a lot of supporters listening to this from all different clubs, not just yeah. Wolves. What's your message to those fans who've revered you like, like just over the years? say thank you. Yeah. And, and that is a heartfelt thank you, guys. Um, thank you for listening. And um, thank you, John. And thank you to you, lovely. Thank you so much for your time. It doesn't matter about time. It's just a matter about giving and thinking about. Yeah. And you've, you've relived some wonderful, wonderful, wonderful memories today, John. And on behalf of all the Wolves fans, thank you for representing our great club. Thanks, John. Thank you. Thank you.